But yeah. luckily, we got the NBA back. Tomorrow. We do have the NBA back tomorrow, and we should probably go ahead and start to preview those things. Uh, let's look at what games happen off the top. It's funny we usually just rush in here, give out college basketball plays, then we get a little chance to breathe, and then we have seven tens in the NBA. Well, the seven tens are back tomorrow, starting with the Cleveland Cavaliers on the road against the Detroit Pistons. That spread is seven and a half. You don't have to have anything in this, of course, uh, but we're just going to run through the lines that are available right now at BetMGM that you can bet early. It's called a look ahead. You could have bet this. All day long, actually. These lines have been up all day. You could have got a six and a half with the Warriors like me before the Nurkic news. Now the line moves to eight and a half. You got to stay on your sports book, the King of Sportsbook. The only sports book. And get your value. That's just what you have to do. The total is two and nine and a half. Anybody eyeing anything in this game? Cleveland's trying to make a run to the postseason. Detroit, uh, not. They're trying to make a run at maybe Jared Bynum in the draft or Paolo Bancaro or even Jabari Smith. None of those guys, Jared Biden. Yeah, I mean, it's but. probably like chalky, and I know they're on the road, but the Pistons are terrible, and Cleveland, like, I feel like now you could kind of target the teams that you want to target because nobody's going to be dealing with fatigue, really, because we're just coming off the all-star break, so. And it gets serious now. These teams with mm-hmm. 24 games left in the season really trying to Especially solidify like some positioning, yeah. Right, you know, like, because if you're Milwaukee, and I feel like Cleveland's a perfect example, you know, um, you know, some of these, like, younger teams, Memphis in the West as well, like, you could continue, you could continue to target in the second half of the season. But, like, we saw it last year at the end of the regular season, like, with teams like the Bucks. you know, like, once you have one of those top seeds wrapped up, you know, we see a lot of guys rest. But I don't think we'll see that with Cleveland. So, I definitely will not be betting on the Detroit Pistons the second half of the season or the remaining 20-plus games. So, if anything, if I'm playing anything, Ryan, uh, Cleveland in that game. Ryan, Corey Joe, three-and-a-half assists, minus be, 145. Will, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping maybe we could go down to, like, minus 135, a buck 35. But, yeah, Corey Joe assists will Corey be in Joe play. Corey Joe assists. He had four well. assists last game. Three before that, five before that, nine before that, four, three, six, three, three. Got to so, keep rolling. Got to keep it rolling. Nothing there for me. I uh, I'd probably lean Cleveland in the first half, but there that no uh, that line is not available yet. You know what? I I kind of I think I like Cleveland full game and first half mm-hmm. in this one specifically. I forgot they just hosted <clears throat> the All Star Weekend. Um, and a lot of those guys right. played. Uh, Jared Allen played. Uh. Darius Garland played they as well. They won the skills competition. Won the skills competition. Now, part of me is thinking, okay, I, I look at these games like teams coming back from the break. Who sent guys to, to All-Star? Who had guys that were able to stay fresh, play some semi-competitive basketball, still stay sharp, and not just go to Puerto Rico for a few days right. and just relax and just detach from everything? I think Cleveland, in between the parties, and I was there, the parties weren't just uh, – everywhere so I think they got a little bit of focus going on but in between the parties they still played some basketball and they get to stay home uh even though they have to travel now so I, I kind of like Cleveland full game in that spot against Detroit um they've been active throughout the all-star break the next up at 740 we got the Boston Celtics on the road against the Brooklyn Nets Kyrie Irving probably not out in this game because the mandate and all that stuff hasn't quite figured itself out but it looks like he's going to be able to play home games here soon but at 740 tomorrow, they are seven and a half point underdogs to the Boston Celtics, who have been red hot. 213 and a half is the total. Nets on the money line plus 240. Celtics minus 300. What you guys doing in that one? Mm, man. Tristan, you took them off your stay away list, Boston, because they started playing so well. And right now they're still looking at the one seed like maybe they have a chance. I think with Goran Dragic coming into this team, you've got Cam Thomas. Some more Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, uh, yep. Seth Curry, Andre Drummond in the mix. Like seven and a half is a big number for at home. Like I know the Boston Celtics are good. But do I trust them to cover that number? I don't know that I do. And the yeah. 213, that's a tricky total given the fact that the Boston Celtics are a top five defense in the NBA and Brooklyn Nets have not been good. 
And obviously, Ben Simmons will not be playing in this game. I don't think he's going to be reintegrated back into the roster, and KD's not back. Like you say, Kyrie's not going to be playing because of the mandates. It's it's a Brooklyn or, or nothing for me. Brooklyn or, or nothing. Or, or, or like Boston this. Celtics first half. I kind of was thinking maybe taking the Nets first half just because I think a lot of teams – like what we've seen majority of the season is a weird Celtics team that has had issues defensively, um, especially trying to understand like the switch everything defense. Um, of course, they've come around as of late, but I think I kind of like Brooklyn at home to keep it close, at least in the first half, especially with guys like Patty Mills. Cam yeah. Thomas has been uh, really good, and they ended up, they ended the first half of the season relatively on a on a relative high note. I think so too. The thing, the only thing that keeps me away from taking Brooklyn in the first half is they're a team that has been going down early and then coming back late. We saw what that what happened with with the Knicks. They're a resilient sure. team. They can shoot them with themselves back into games. Cam Thomas, you saw him go absolutely nuclear. So I think for me, I think it might just be a stay away for me. It wouldn't be a terrible thing to stay away. Yeah. I mean, this is also a thing that right. we have to remind ourselves and the listeners is that, no, yes, NBA basketball is back. That doesn't mean you have to bet every single thing. But if you do, bet at the King of Sportsbooks. The only sportsbook. Bet MGM. But do it responsibly. Um, we are not – never mind. Wow, just, this line moved, this next line. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks mm-hmm. and the Chicago Bulls. It's four and a half. It was three and a half when we came into the studio tonight. Uh, the Bulls, our favorite at home at the UC, has moved a full point so far. We That's did crazy. get some in- injury reports that were released. Um, but what are you guys doing in this one? You looking at any props possibly or any sides, total plays, or what have you? You know, I think who would be interesting to look at here <clears throat> is uh, Zach Levine's player prop. It's 23 and a half, and he's coming back. He's completely healthy now. They took a look at his knee. He seems to be good. He's coming off of his first uh, all-star appearance, right? He's texting uh, Ryan Saunders, Flip Saunders' uh, son, being like, hey, your dad always knew we would all be all-stars, me, Wiggins, and Carl Anthony Flip Towns. Flip Saunders, wizard, great. Coming into his max year, you know, he's he's on an, uh, on an expiring. He wants all of the money. He's coming out with details and narratives about all that. He's going to get it. And he's going to get it. There's 20 or 20-something plus games left in the season. You're in the home stretch. DeRozan got Levine paid, question mark? DeRozan, yeah, did. Was the worst Free agent signing in the NBA actually what caused the Chicago Bulls to pay Zach Levine max money. I thought they were going to pay him anyway, but I mean, I I think it was a strong chance they paid him anyway. But now after what you invested in DeRozan, Booch, Lonzo, Caruso, now you're playing so well, you have to pay him. Have to pay him. Have to pay him. Get your money on They're cheap, though. They're cheap. They are cheap for an office. Uh, Ryan, anything you're doing in that game, four and a half? In favor uh, of the, the guys playing at the UC. We talked about the three and a I half, like, Ryan. Yeah, man, it went up to four and a half. I like the Bulls, the win. What are they, minus 190 on the money line yes. still yes, about? They are. Yeah, I'll probably end up taking the Bulls, actually. If Atlanta was at home, Atlanta, I mean, you know, it's really not a hidden secret. They're a better team at home. But Atlanta was playing much better basketball going into the break. I feel like four and a half. I don't know. Usually I'd probably take Atlanta in that spot, but the Bulls are coming out of the uh, all-star break. Zach's finally healthy, and they got a bunch of good news. Um, you know, Lonzo's not playing in this game, but he's been cleared to actually do some running. Caruso's going to be coming back soon. Patrick Williams is going to be back before the end of the season. So I think the Bulls are going to be a good play for the second half of the season, probably start uh, tomorrow night against the Hawks. I don't love four and a half. I don't think it's going to go down either. So I don't I'll, think so. I'll probably end up playing them, especially if it continues to go up right now. And I don't think the Bulls will get any bad injury uh, news tomorrow. So probably Chicago, but nothing yet. We do have an official injury report. Uh, Chicago, just the typical guys out. No Lonzo, Caruso, Tyler Cook. 
Marco Simonovich, yeah. Simonovich and uh, Pat Williams has been out. Um, to your point, to make you feel better about maybe taking the four and a half with Chicago against the Hawks, the Hawks as a road team this season, they have been terrible against the spread. You already said they're a better team at home. Yeah. As an underdog uh, this year, they're 8-15 and 15 against the spread. That's 34%. Uh, a 34% clip. As an away team, they're 10 and 18 against the spread. That's 35.7% cover rate. And then as an away underdog, which they are tomorrow, their worst ATS record of any trends uh, that you can pretty much cite, 6 and 12 against the spread as an away underdog. So yeah, the Bulls are good at home. Not doing good in the Bulls. Well, and we, I think we've talked about <clears throat> the fact that like the Atlanta Hawks either win outright or, and, and that's the only time that they cover. Yeah, like so. I think there's only been three times this year that they have covered without winning outright. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. They had they came into the All Star break, uh, winners of two straight. um, Both of those games they covered. They played the Orlando Magic. Uh, They won by 21 as six point favorites. Then played the Cleveland Cavaliers at home. At home, one by eight as two and a half point favorites. Really quickly before we leave, anything else that you guys love uh, in any of these games? Multiple units on the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies, Minus two and a half against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're rolling. That number will go up, I believe. Probably if if Chicago goes up a full point in three hours, I think that we're going to see something similar, if not even bigger, by tomorrow morning. Trista loves the Grizzlies. Yeah, I'll be on the Grizzlies as well. Could be a big night for uh, anybody with a Grizzlies win total ticket. We just need one more. (laughs) One more win. I'm on the Grizzlies as well. They have covered in nine of their last 11 games. A crazy stat I found studying earlier. In the Grizzlies' last 19 victories, they've covered the spread 19 times. 19 straight up, 19 ATS in their last 19 victories. They do it all. 